Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk with a Doc, the show where we bring your questions to Providence medical experts for insight and information. I'm your host, Mary Renoff, and here with me today is Dr. Lin Wong, a family and sports medicine doctor with Providence. And today we're answering your questions about prolotherapy. Remember, everyone, all of our questions come from you, our listeners, on social media. We can be found on Twitter under Providence and under Providence Health System on Instagram and Facebook. Use the hashtag Talk with a Doc for a chance to hear your questions on future episodes. Today we are remote on site with our doc, and you may hear some banging, you may hear some doors, you may hear some patients, but we like to stay as often as we can with our docs. So join us today. And before we start, though, I want our listeners to know that the information provided during this program is for educational purposes only. Always consult a healthcare provider if you have any questions regarding a medical condition or treatment. So let's get started by welcoming our expert today, Dr. Vuong. Thank you, Mary, for having me. Thank you. And thank you for joining us again, because you're not a stranger. You've done another show with us. Tell us a little bit about your work here, and I know that you are a prolotherapy expert, so tell us a little bit how you got into this. How I got into prolo, well, it was actually a search for what can fix me for all my musculoskeletal problems. Uh I am genetically hypermobile, meaning double-jointed, too flexible, did gymnastics, did a ton of sports in my younger years, and uh, I had pain everywhere in my body from when I was... uh, 20 years old. Wow. And um, so my sister is also a doctor. Um, she is. Uh, she does acupuncture as well, manipulation. She started doing that. That was helpful. Doctors told me, well, you're too young for surgery uh, for your knees, so why don't you do physical therapy? That didn't work for me. Anti-inflammatories, I didn't want to have gastritis and other problems, so I tried to avoid those. And uh, nothing could really help. Manipulation was helpful. Acupuncture was helpful. It was temporary. Mm-hmm. And I kept getting pain. And so it was, uh, and I want to have an active life. So um, we had a friend who actually uh, did prolotherapy. Okay. And he said he was seeing great results. He was injecting people in their 70s. And um, they said that they were uh, going back to playing golf and doing all the things they want to do that they could do better now in That's their 70s amazing. compared to when they were younger. Wow. And so we looked into it. I got prolotherapy for my knees. I was able to run again. Um, then I got it for my buttocks, my back problem. Um, so I was able to go back to sports. Um, now I do jujitsu and taekwondo is because wow. my whole body basically has been rebuilt by prolo, including my TMJ, my neck. I mean, practically my whole body. Wow. Okay. So I want to yeah. dig into this about like how long you've done it and how long it takes. But before we go too far, I want to be really clear. So you work in urgent care for Providence, but then you also are a private practice where you do a lot of things and prolotherapy is one of them. Yes. 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 I work for a Providence doing urgent care, some sports related stuff. Um, and then I have a private practice with my sister in Torrance called AcuProlo Institute. And uh, we offer an integrative approach to musculoskeletal injuries. So we do osteopathic manipulation. We do acupuncture, perineural injection therapy. We do prolotherapy and platelet-rich plasma, um, and we do it under ultrasound. Wow, all the good stuff. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. Well, so you just talked about, though, prolotherapy. I I guess I don't want to dig too far into how long you did it. Let's start with what it is, right? Let's be really clear with people. What is prolotherapy? I've been doing it for 10 years. Um, Okay. But uh, what is prolotherapy? It's the oldest form of regenerative therapy that treat musculoskeletal injuries. So prolo stands for proliferative because it uses injections to stimulate the body's natural healing response to regrow healthy tissue. So that way you restore function and you eliminate pain. Okay. And so prolotherapy is mostly injection? It's, a, it's all injection. It's all injection. Okay. So talk to us. So if I came to you and said, eh, I want to know prolotherapy, what would you explain it to me? 
Um, well, I tell you that we will inject a natural substance called corn sugar, basically. It's dextrose. It's the same oh. stuff that's in your IV lines. Okay. Um, and we inject it into the area that's actually injured, whether it's a ligament, a tendon, or a joint. And it stimulates regrowth, but it also stimulates inflammation. You have to really understand, oh, okay. in order to understand what it, how it works, you have to really understand what is the normal mechanism to heal. We always think inflammation is bad. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks inflammation is bad. We're taking anti-inflammatory medicines. We're giving steroids. But let's say you sprained your ankle. What happens? It basically swells up. Okay, it swells up, causes distension, causes pain because it pinches those nerves. This is this is natural inflammation. Mm -hmm. Blood flow comes to that area to try to fix it. Cells come to that area to try to fix it's it. It's our body fixing itself. Exactly, yeah. it's a natural response. It's called acute inflammation. Okay, so that's the good type of inflammation. If it doesn't fix itself in about six to eight weeks, it becomes chronic inflammation. Uh, so by okay. you know months later, it's chronic inflammation. So we know that constricted nerves start to secrete stuff that breaks down the tissue okay um and you get you can get arthritis from that so that's chronic inflammation good inflammation is that acute inflammation so with injection therapy such as prp stem cells and prolotherapy we are trying to stimulate that natural response again by injecting a substance that can actually promote regrowth and healing so with some of them, I'm taking like my own blood, I'm centrifuge, whatever, and then yes. I'm injecting back. This, but this is actually taking... Corn sugar. Corn sugar. Okay, Exactly. Amazing. It's taking dextrose. So it must be more affordable, I would think. Oh, totally more affordable. So you're talking about the difference between 250 to $400, depending on what body part is injected, um, for prolotherapy compared to five, 800 to about $1,500 for platelet-rich wow. plasma. Stem cells runs in the range of $10,000 to start right. so it's really not cost effective to be doing uh, uh, all of that yeah we did the stem cell one with my dad when we were trying to save his leg uh, well actually at the time it was his foot but it was one of those things where it was expensive on the flip side yes. you're trying to save a, a body part so yes yeah so I said to you off air, I said, wow, this is really cool. It's very innovative. And you said, it's not innovative. It's been around a long time. Why don't we know about it? <laughs> okay. I mean, you really well, did. You were like, oh, girl, this isn't innovative. Prolotherapy <laughs> <laughs> no, no. has been around since the 1930s. And uh, the former U.S. Surgeon General C. Everett Koop endorsed mm -hmm. prolotherapy in the 1980s because it, it was successful to treat his back problems. So he started treating other patients. It's even endorsed by the Mayo Clinic in 2005 because of its effectiveness. Now, why do we not hear about it? Because like other complementary and alternative therapies, it's not taught in medical schools mm -hmm. and not practiced in academic medicine. So doctors don't know about it. They can't pass the message down to, to patients. Also, if you're thinking about it, you're injecting corn sugar. Who can make money off of a natural substance? You can't patent that. Right. Okay, so you can't make tons of money. There's no drug company rooting for this. Um, <laughs> It's unlike true. unlike PRP and stem cells, right. where companies that make the kits to retrieve these things can definitely uh, jack up the price, and uh, any kit could cost anywhere between two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars. That has so big to be pharma transferred. Not in on this one. Has to mm -hmm. transfer to the patient. Wow. Okay. Well, what kind of conditions does it typically treat? 
So randomized controlled studies support the use of prolotherapy in arthritis and tendon injuries, such as knee arthritis, tennis elbow, Achilles tendinopathy, rotator cuff injuries in the shoulders, uh-huh. even TMJ, so jaw pain problems. So commonly it's used for sports injuries and overuse injuries. Um, in my private practice, Acuprilo Institute, I treat many people with hypermobility, such as myself. The, we talked about being double jointed even pregnancy states. So females who have uh, have delivered, basically their, their joints have to be looser because the hormones of pregnancy cause them to expand so we can make room for the kid to come out. So I see a lot of people uh, postpartum okay. who are having a lot of back pain and joint pain. And so these people, you basically, they're the equivalent of an equal, um, of a wear and tear of the joints because the ligaments are so loose, they're not holding things together. So that includes the spine. And so these people are getting a lot of pain and you inject prolo into the area, you stimulate regrowth of those ligaments and they respond very well. They're back to their normal function and their, their sports and activities. I am so frustrated at this moment because I was a pitcher all through school and I had a torn rotator cuff and I have tennis elbow and Nobody ever mentioned this. It's been around since the 30s. Nobody told me about this. I'm now in my 40s and I have pain all the time. I'm so sorry to hear that. Where were yeah, you I've been, back I've been then? In the same, <laughs> I was also in pain back then trying to figure this out. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, sports is really hard on our bodies. And I know that I've seen a lot of stro- studies and a lot of famous people talking about therapies like this. In fact, I read prolotherapy was used to treat athletes like Heinz Ward and Troy Palomalo and even Tiger Woods, um, and that it brings a lot more attention to this field. Do you see that it's bringing a lot more attention? Well, it's actually bringing a lot of attention to regenerative medicine called platelet-rich plasma. So mm-hmm. I should clarify with you, sometimes you search the web and you can see that, oh yeah, Tiger Woods did prolotherapy. Right, that's what well, I did search it's for. Not, mm-hmm. It's not, uh, you have to think of prolotherapy as maybe the umbrella picture. Okay, mm. some people look at it, prolotherapy as um, all three regenerative types of therapy. Oh, that's okay. prolotherapy with dextrose or hyperosmolar um, sugar, basically. Now you're just making um, things up, okay. <laughs> I'm not making it up, it's basically corn sugar. Okay, so that's one, one branch. And another branch is using your blood to inject to stimulate mm-hmm. regrowth, that's platelet-rich plasma. Mm-hmm. Another one is to use cells, stem cells. So some people consider all three of those things proliferative therapy. So it, what's in a name? I mean, right. it, it gets confusing. But to clarify, Tiger Woods um, and other athletes generally get PRP. Gotcha. But you do have athletes that have done prolotherapy. Oh, yes. Yes, there are. I mean, in fact, um, uh, the Olympian ice skater, uh, Nathan Chan, he was a patient of mine when he was younger, uh, when he was a teen and trying to go into the Olympics. And he had knee pain, so Oshgood Slaughter. And uh, he he was able to continue uh, all of his practices so that way he can make it to the Olympics. Wow. So he's, he's definitely a supporter of prolotherapy. In fact, the Journal of Pediatrics published a study in 2011 for Oshgood Slaughter. Um, and that study took kids from the ages of nine to seven who would otherwise be sat out. They couldn't play sports because they were having knee pain mm-hmm. because with Oshgood Slaughter, they think it's an inflammation of that growth plate. And uh, we also know from studies that it's not just inflammation of the growth plates, it is a tendinopathy, a tendon injury. And so when you inject prolotherapy into these kids who failed physical therapy, they've been sitting out, they get to go back to play without pain after three months. 
That's really amazing. That's Otherwise, these kids have to sit out of sports yeah. for all of their, their young life, and that's really terrible. So even the Journal of Family Practice uh, recognized this, and they said, consider prolotherapy for kids who have failed conservative therapy for Oshkid Slaughter. So, so is Oshkid Slaughter, is that what we know as growing pains, too? No, or no, is no. That no. Different? It's, it's, it's different than growing pains. Okay. Yeah, growing pains happen in, in the long bones, and but Oshkid Slaughter is specifically at the tibial tuberosity where gotcha. that patellar tendon attaches. Okay. But yeah. I had growing pains because I grew over a foot yeah. in a year. Like I actually grew yeah. three feet, I think, in two years or something like that. And I had really bad knee pain. So would something like prolotherapy have been an option for me? Not for growing pains. No. In general, prolotherapy stimulates uh, regrowth of ligaments, tendons. Um, there, there's also studies to show that it's uh, regrowth cartilage as well. Okay, okay, but not the bones. But so it does regrow the bones. Okay. So uh, George Hackett actually published this book, and he studied in rabbits, and you can yeah. see that injections before um, prolo and after uh, with controls you can regrow the bone as well as the ligaments and tendons. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So you've got a lot of studies that talk about this. Are there, are there things, are there places we should go to learn more about it? Um, I belong to the Hackett Hemwell Patterson Foundation uh, and the International Association of Regenerative Therapy. They're the oldest foundation that teaches prolotherapy, so that's a good resource. Um, also, the uh, American uh, Association of Orthopedic Medicine, they're also a good resource for prolotherapy. Um, in terms of what should you start off with? Should you do prolotherapy, PRP? Should you stem, do stem cells? Uh, it really depends on... Um, Depends on the uh, amount of injury that you have. Depends on your pocket, uh, also your financial right. status. But I always say, try the least invasive um, and um, the most cost-effective thing first. So I would always say, try the prolo first, and if that fails, then do the other. So rarely do I have to go through the, and do the other the other uh, treatments. That's awesome. Well, there's a lot of questions that we have for you, and I know we're going to get to them, but we need to take a quick break first. So we will come back and we will continue the conversation to, with Dr. Wong about prolotherapy. Just talk, can we just talk, figure out where we're growing, oh no. 
got some flowers in the room. I'll make sure I leave the door unlocked. Now I'm on the way. Swear I won't be late. I'll be there by five o'clock. Oh, you've been dreaming about it, and I'm what you want. So stop thinking about it. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Talk about it. back on talk with the doc and today we're talking about prolotherapy so doc tell me a little bit about prolotherapy how many treatments does it take how how quickly do i get better okay so remember that we are stimulating your natural response to heal your natural response to lay down the collagen and the fibers that make up the tendon the ligaments and the bones so that process usually takes about three to four months but what happens is we initially stimulate that healing inflammation we cause you pain for about two to three days and then you might go back to just feeling the same way you were before treatment some people like hypermobile people they respond pretty well after that first treatment they notice a difference they feel like they can sit sit up longer they they have less pain Um, but most people we have to re-inject them separated by maybe a month apart each time and they do about three to four treatments and they don't come back because they're done, they're fixed, unless they've injured themselves, yes. Or people who are hypermobile because the stuff that they are regrowing is still the quote, quote, defective ones that are still too flexible. So when I get it though, do I have to like stay off of my knee for a while or? This is the beautiful thing about prolotherapy. Unlike surgery, there's no true downtime, okay? Uh, uh. What, what I tell patients after prolotherapy injection is, you can do whatever you would like to do that gives your pain, uh, that keeps your pain level less than three out of 10, okay? okay? So in general though, we're not gonna go and, and hike, hike a mountain or anything, and not, nothing strenuous. You take it easy for that first week or so, okay? Um, but in general, there's no true downtime with prolotherapy. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh. What about the scientific evidence? Because that's what people are always going to ask when they consider it to be quote unquote alternative, even though this isn't. Well, I, I consider prolotherapy more of a complementary medicine and not an alternative therapy um, because it complements well all of our, our conventional treatments with physical therapy, with the pain medicines if necessary. It's not alternative. Um, and there's definitely strong data to support its use in two types of conditions, which is arthritis and tendinopathy, specifically in knees, elbows, and shoulders. There is a whole uh, branch of uh, research at the University of Wisconsin. They have a prolotherapy education and research lab called the UW Pearl. They, co- they collaborate with researchers from around the world. And one of their publications um, is, a, is a key landmark study for osteoarthritis. Um, published in 
in the Annals of Family Medicine in 2013, they did a three-arm study, compared dextrose prolotherapy with normal saline and home exercise program in patients who had moderate to severe osteoarthritis. And they showed that by nine weeks of treatment, um, which is about three to, three, three to four treatments, these people who got dextrose prolotherapy had improved function and pain, wow. okay, compared to the other two arms, which is very significant. In fact, it, it was uh, such t- uh, statistical significance that the Journal of Family Practice, um, they published what's called a practice changer in 2014. They recommended prolotherapy for knee osteoarthritis that failed conservative therapy. So. Wow. So it sounds like it's fairly safe. Are there any risks? Everything has a risk. <laughs> so anytime I'm going to poke you with a needle, I have there's a risk. There's sure. a risk of infection, risk of pe- uh, bleeding. There's a risk of pain. Um, and I tell patients, actually, I want to cause them pain, stiffness, swelling for a few days. And if I didn't, I'd be disappointed. I'd have to bring them back a little earlier, crank up the concentration of the solution to make it a little stronger. Um, that's the expected risk. Now, in general... Um, with randomized controlled studies, you can see that it, Perlo is very safe overall, um, and it's well tolerated. When done by a trained professional, it has the same risk as any other injection therapy for that body. So depending on which body part you're at, um, you, you, if you're in the spine, you have problems mm-hmm. with risk of uh, a lumbar puncture, sure. okay, spinal headaches. Um, but there are, there are definitely ways to minimize, minimize that risk. Now you said trained professional. What kind of professionals can do prolotherapy? Any doctor that has okay. been properly trained. Um, so in terms of uh, training, you can't go to a weekend course and be proficient in prolo. Mm-hmm. It's really uh, the art of prolo is, is, is very different than just uh, a steroid injection. Um, there are many organizations that that teach prolo, um, such as the International Association of Regenerative Therapy um, and the Hackett Hemwall Patterson Foundation and the AOM. They train orthopedic doctors, surgeons, internists, uh, family docs, sports medicine. This is is something that all doctors can learn um, how to safely do. If they just knew about it. (laughs) Well, if they knew about it, that is true. (laughs) And if insurance covered it and all these different things, right? Yes. So is prolotherapy similar to like cortisone injections, which I've had before where like you numb the area first? Yes, definitely you numb the area first, um, but in terms of the, the, the process. But recall that steroid injections are something very different. Steroids are short-term pain relief for long-term problems. Mm-hmm. We know that it breaks down cartilage in the wrong, right, long run. Right. So prolotherapy is just the opposite. It stimulates a healing response. So it's short-term pain for long-term gain. So now, in terms of what is the process, it hurts anytime you stick a needle in there. So I always numb my patients. But some patients find that lidocaine, which is the anesthetic, stings. Mm-hmm. So I tell them, well, here's the option. We can do it without or we can do it with, if you would like. Um, so I give them the option. I also use a thing called a shot blocker. Mm-hmm. It's uh, to distract the poke. Because with prolotherapy, you're not getting one shot. You're getting multiple shots. Oh, okay. Yes to all the areas that support that joint that might be injured, not just inside the joint. So, so like um, if it was my knee, mm-hmm. would it be like three, four, five? What, 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 would it vary? 
Everybody's different depending okay. on on their their problem. So some people their knees are not so bad, um, and they might just need one inside the joint and uh, some outside. Some people are so terribly bad that everything, all the supporting structures, are uh. also injured. So you really have to look at the supporting structures as well. So usually, if you have severe osteoarthritis, that inside part of the knee, mm-hmm. everybody's tender because those pes muscles are working extra hard to stabilize. So you might be getting one shot, you might be getting twenty shots. Wow. And how does how do you know where to put the injection? So you have this is where the art of medicine comes in. Okay. If you think, well, I've got arthritis in my knee, so I just have to inject one inside the knee. Well, that could be helpful. And we do have a randomized study that shows that just one inside the joint with prolotherapy will be helpful. But if you want the best effect, you want to do a comprehensive treatment. If I pushed you with very light pressure, it should not hurt, right? But if it hurts, that's a sense of, that that pain is a signal that there's something going on there, abnormal tension, right? So combine that with your knowledge of anatomy, you know which ligaments or tendons or muscles support that joint. You push perpendicular to that structure, um, and you apply gentle force to that. You ask the patient, does it hurt? It shouldn't hurt with gentle pressure, but if it does, you do know there's something wrong there. So those areas can also be a target for injection. Now, that's palpation-guided. You can also do it with under ultrasound. And so looking under ultrasound, you can see where the defect is. And uh, you'll be able to target that with ultrasound as well. Oh, that's really interesting. So... Do you offer this to your patients who don't know anything about it? And are they looking at you like I am? Like, how did I not know about this? <laughs> I normally don't offer things to patients that um, right off the bat, if I uh, injection therapy, like my, my treatment, um, I have to look at the risk and benefits of everything. If they haven't tried uh, weight loss, if they haven't tried any of the conservative therapies, um, then I don't think it's necessary for them to be poked. It hurts to be poked in general, and it is still well tolerated, but I try to avoid all the invasive things um, if I can accomplish the job with just lifestyle changes and uh, more less toxic uh, treatments. So this is less invasive, obviously, than surgery. Is, oh, yeah, Is totally. prolotherapy less invasive than some of the other options of injection therapy? Oh, yes, because, I mean, if you're thinking about um, platelet-rich plasma, I have to draw your blood out first. Mm -hmm. Then I have to process that. So during the process, uh, there's increased risk for infection, okay, because you're taking it out, and then you got to spin it down, and then you put it back into the patient. And it takes up more time to do that as well, okay? Um, And... PRP hurts a lot more than prolotherapy in general. Oh, does uh, it? Okay. Yeah, it does. That's what all my patients tell me. Um, and then same thing with stem cells. You're processing stuff, and then you're re-injecting it into them. Versus prolotherapy, you don't have to process anything. It's just a dextrose. Yeah. Are there any other major differences that people should consider between the different kinds of therapies? Um well, outside of cost, um, well, I wasn't let's talk sure about we cost, though, about for cost. a second. You talked a little bit about it, but it's it's pretty significantly different. Yes. So what you're talking about, prolotherapy, a treatment can range from $250 to $400, depending on what body part is injected. Generally, if you're injecting the spine and you're using imaging guidance, it's going to be costing uh, more. But PRP ranges from $800 to $1,500. Um, so that's 
for each treatment. And so most PRP, you might need anywhere between two to four treatments. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prolo, uh, anywhere between, I would say, three, three to six treatments. And then uh, stem cells. Stem cells is just way too cost prohibitive. It's $10,000 minimum for yeah. each treatment. And you need several so. treatments at least. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, interesting. Um, so and I should say also one other thing in terms of the differences is that with most stem cells and um, PRP treatments, you are very limited by the amount of solution that you have to inject. So they usually inject it into the joint that is uh, the problem. But with prolotherapy, there's an abundance of dextrose. Okay, So oh, okay. I can treat all the affected areas. And if you can remember that you know, if your knee is a problem there's stuff that has to compensate. So there are muscles that are actually overworked, that are overstrained, that are probably inflamed and causing you pain as well. So with prolotherapy, I have enough solution to treat inside the joint as well as outside the joint. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's a more comprehensive uh, approach. So I have a lot of people who come to me because they hear in the news and um, they say, well, you know, I want to get PRP for my rotator cuff surgery. And I mean, rotator cuff injury. And um, I tell them I'm happy to do it if that's what they want me to do. But there's another treatment that they can get, which is prolotherapy. If I am a thorough prolotherapist, I should be able to accomplish the, the, the same results, okay, because I'm treating the extra and intraarticular structures. And most of the time, I don't have to do PRP. So with these other ones, though, because you talked about the short-term pain, right, for the long-term benefit, so it does hurt for the first few days. Do those other ones hurt as well for the oh, first yes. few days? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> All injection therapies are going to hurt you because, okay. remember, we are stimulating inflammation, the acute inflammatory okay, right. response to try to heal. Okay, so you're going to feel like you sprained your ankle again. You're going to feel like you, you, know, you just got whacked again in your mm-hmm. shoulder, et cetera. So it's, um, it's your natural response to heal. And when patients, when you explain that to patients, they're basically uh, welcoming of that. Sure. And they know, well, if I didn't get that stiff or sore, then I, I probably need something stronger is what they're thinking, which is true because we need to stimulate your response and you have to be patient with this. We're using your natural response to heal. We cannot uh, give you immediate relief. So it really is customized, individualized because how I respond the first time helps you figure out how to treat me the second time? Yes, yeah. but the majority of patients, you just inject them uh, once a month for about three to four treatments and then they don't come back because they're fixed. That's amazing. Yeah. You're going to get yourself out of having patients. Well, hopefully, though, people here will listen to this, and then you'll get new yeah. patients. Is is prolotherapy something that was started outside of the United States? No, it was started in the United States by surgeons, osteopathic surgeons. Um, and uh, basically, it started off as injecting sclerosing agents, things that cause scar. At least they thought it would cause scar to heal. Um, and uh, they found out that it didn't cause a scar. It caused uh, stimulation of regrowth of fibers that are normal fibers. You can look at it on a microscope. You can see that scar is just kind of a disarray of, of uh, uh, tissue mm-hmm. versus prolotherapy injections are actually laying down normal tissue. So it's increasing its function and tensile strength. Well, I don't want to put you on the spot on this, but do you think this kind of therapy should be taught in medical school or in training institutions? 
I totally do think so. I mean, how can I be a doctor if I don't know um, all of the options to counsel my patient? So I really feel that if you're weighing the risk and benefits of things, you need to know all your options. You want to know what's the the most cost-effective, least invasive. Um, And and prolotherapy has been shown to be safe um, and effective in arthritis and tendon uh, injuries. And we all suffer from pain around the world. If we all know how to uh, to do prolo, I think we could really help improve the quality of life for a lot of people and help with our opioid crisis in the U.S. Well, the opioid crisis being so s- substantial, but then also just the fact that when you're in pain, you're sometimes it causes anxiety because you don't want to go for a run, or sometimes it causes depression because it hurts to get out of bed in the morning. So, doing something like this that doesn't require opioids to actually help people actually could hit not just help their physical health, but their mental health too. I totally agree. And I think there's a time and place for everything. I don't, I'm not saying that prolotherapy is going to fix everything because I always tell patients I can regrow stuff for you, but if you're not putting in that time to do the exercise, to retrain your muscles and your brain to function at the same time um, and doing your physical therapy and your weight management, this is not going to help you. Well, and you're just going to redo what you did before, right? Exactly. So there's a time and place for everything in terms of conventional medicine as well as as complementary medicine. Well, what would be your one takeaway that you want people to know about prolotherapy? It is effective, um, safe, and uh, there's evidence to support its use. So learn more about it. Be be inquisitive. Uh, Take your your health into your own hands, and uh, especially when the conventional therapy fails you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Vuong, for joining us today and to everyone for listening and sending in your questions. We look forward to future topics with more experts from Providence. We can be found on Twitter under Providence and under Providence Health System on Instagram and Facebook. And to learn more about our mission programs and services, visit future.psjhealth.org. Thanks for listening. (music) 